You're listening to Manufacturing Ignition Hot Topics, bringing you right up to date on the latest trends and discussions within UK manufacturing. Sponsored by Bonfire Recruitment, helping manufacturing leaders across the UK to attract the best talent for their manufacturing company. Ignite your business or career today by visiting www.bonfirerecruitment.com. Here's your hosts, Terry Mallin and Scott Buchanan. This week's Manufacturing Ignition Hot Topic is problems with 3D printing. And this closely follows what we covered last week on episode 7 in which we discussed the benefits of 3D printing within your manufacturing company. So all all we've kind of noticed in the news is is all the positive aspects of 3D printing, how it can benefit your business. So what me and Scott have decided to tackle head on is what problems is, is there with 3D printing? So this will be quite interesting, Scott. As you know, it's been quite a week for both of us, in fairness. So I'd like to say I've been studying this late at night. But um, yeah, I think um, one of the things that seems to be pretty common with 3D printing is the is the same issue I've had with printing, which is related to, you know, I guess the cartridges that that, that, that you would use. And, and, and I think it seems to be called the filament reel within 3D printing. Yeah, it's like a plastic. I think it's like a, it's like a fishing line, I think it is. I think that's what it looks like from my understanding. I've got one in front of me, actually, but it's boxed to go out to a supplier. But the it looks like fishing line, I think. And, you know, you, you have to, it's the same as ink. Aye. within your own printer so i guess that in there that must be the technique i guess of making sure it's at the right you know the right you know that the, the nozzle is too close to the print bed um and making sure that the that you know that the nozzle is also open and the depth of it is, is correct as well so that i guess where, where i thought and, and maybe you want to speak to the the, the people that we, we gave the 3d printers over to actually for the for the competition we did actually yeah. getting some feedback on how easy is it to work? Because I, I would have assumed, you know, you, you, you buy one, you put in the relevant design coordinates um, and, and away you go. But um, reading yeah, between... Yeah, I, I think it's a wee bit more... Dif- uh, but it will be more difficult than that. And I've done a wee bit of research on it because I was actually going to buy one myself, do you know that? But as I said last week, but I've not. Um, but I will do. I will do. They're rather expensive. But yeah, I mean, looking at it, you hook it up to your PC, you put your design into the PC and hit go and that design's then made now that brings on another problem quite interestingly uh, the ip the ip and licensing um, (laughs) of products right so back in january um it was a 3d system acquired by a company called gentle giant limited right Mm -hmm. and they own all the licensing rights to toy franchises like the hobbit the walking dead harry potter alien and star wars right (laughs) So you can imagine this time of year that actually what people are using it in a sort of black market is actually to to replicate these say toy toy dolls and toy plastic figurines, and they can actually replicate that on a three D printer and then sell it obviously as the genuine article, which it's not. So that can open up a whole new you know, privacy situation uh, with copyright, trademarks, legal complications, you know? Think about, you know, what's happened in, you know, any logo that could be printed onto, I don't know, a T-shirt, a jumper, you know, any form of, you know, dodgy, you know, copy. 
um, I guess can can be done now. So I guess now that you can do this in a three D model situation, then anything, um, yeah. you, know, you could you could literally create anything now. So I no, that's interesting. And and another another couple, Scott, that kind of stood out to me just when we were talking because I was kind of thinking about this actually in the car on the way back from the bit. One obviously, I think about how much heat these things would. You know, if you've got a PC in the office, if you feel the PC, it's hot. You know the amount of heat that the, this, these bits of kit would would be exerting within a manufacturing uh, environment. You know, so and they would be taking a lot of energy, a lot a lot of electricity to mm-hmm. to Actually, you know, and then I... yeah. But combining that, there's got to be some unhealthy air emissions as well that comes out. So you know, you have to you know, there's got to be a, a bit of research done into you know how the emissions affect the air and how that would be within a manufacturing environment for people working there. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things, and I can only assume it's the same same with 3D printing, whereby that, you know, I don't know how many generations worth of 3D printer we've gone through to get to, you know, the stage we're at. Um, but I would assume, you know, there's an element of efficiency will naturally creep in with this as part of, of the redesign, you know, that will be going on. But... Whether or not that that then leads to an efficient and the actual, you know, whether companies can do that. But you you had a, a valid point on a pro version of you know of three D printing last week around. You know, you actually, you know, was it Ford was going to design that that or did they do create yeah. models of that? The, the casing, the mould, yeah. yeah, the mould, yeah. So yeah. you know when you get that kind of scale and um, you know the actual efficiency of it. So you you make a model. Do you know that way, which is, takes whatever length of time it does to do that, versus all the, the energy of doing it the old-fashioned way, I guess, the efficiency is still probably greater um, using 3D printing than it that would have been without it. Yeah, and I, f- I think I think what, what I'm probably more getting to is, you know, if we're having the, you know, looking at investing in big bits of kit with these 3D printers for our manufacturing companies is, on the basis of actually all the health and safety is covered round about it, whether that be emissions, heat off it, because I'm guessing, you know, if it's hot enough, you'd have to have some sort of guards, you know, and then that brings in, you know, if these things break down as well, you've got to have the right type of engineers on site who can work with these bits of kit, which I'm guessing, you know, it's not rocket science, but literally if, if these bits of kit are connected as well through the, the cloud of things, then, then actually... You know, you need to make sure that actually that everything's done in the right way, and these things can be maintained and uh, fixed if they break down as well. More, more than just bit spanners, and you know, this is then you're talking about more network issues and connectivity problems. So it's going to it's going to require a different set of skill set and people mm-hmm. to, to to join businesses as well. So it's going to be another investment on top of the printer. Yeah, and I, I don't know how desirable a three D printing you know engineer. You know, job versus I don't know. You know the the other modern you know the cloud based roles that are kicking about now. You know how you know how, how viable it will be. You know and, and how long you're going to have to wait for your three D printer to get fixed. Um, that's, yeah, that's or installed, even installed and commissioned. You know, and and getting up to speed and running, going through tests and trials. Here's here's an interesting one. I'm going to throw in a curveball, right? Because we've been talking about sort of making plastics and metal and whatever else. Mm-hmm. But there is a possibility of 3D printed drugs to be uh, to made, right? Right. right. So um, a researcher, well, well, the whole purpose of it would be right. So there was a researcher at the uh, University of Glasgow. They 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 created a prototype of a 3D 
computer. That's what they call it, right? A computer. Chem- right. I'm guessing chemical computer or whatever. But that, that, that makes drugs and medicines. Now, the purpose of it is actually to allow patients to print their own medicines with a chemical blueprint that they get from the pharmacy. So you go to your doctor, you get this prescription, you can then print your own. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but right, okay, so we're talking about the problems with 3D printing here. Now, the funny thing is, and of course, this is a very long way off, right? Mm-hmm. But actually, people who have been watching the likes of like your Breaking Bad, etc., making homemade drugs, like Class A drugs, you know, so actually there's, it could enable DIY chemists like that to create their own uh, A class class A drugs to sell, you know, like whatever that might be, you know. Uh, so and, and maybe design yeah. their new drugs as well. Do you know what I mean they could actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't, know, don't know if you've it's ever easy. followed, you know, made a cake or made a recipe. Do you know that way you, you decide to? Do you know what? I'll throw some of you know whatever it is in. Aye, that's gonna. Oh my goodness, that's getting. Yeah. So so that's something completely um, different. So there's a lot of different. There's a lot of different uh, aspects. Have you have you noticed any Scott? Have you seen anything? Well, just, anything just, just before we move on, isn't that what we would call then more like a food mixer? Do you know what I mean? What's the difference between a three D printer there than a, you know, than actually <sighs> chemical mixing of? Well, that's a good point because because we we're kind we're kind of thinking when I think of three D printing, I think of. Exactly what I just said there about the CW plastic models that you would buy. So like a Star Wars character, Luke Skywalker, you can make that in that your house. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Theresa May, John Major, whoever you want, right? you can make them in your house. <laughs> oh, you're throwing me off tangent here. Right? So anyway, uh, but actually the, the funny thing is, imagine you could make your own dinner. Sunday roast a 3D printer. I know. But then, how disappointed, and maybe this is the point, right? One of the things, you touched on Star Wars there, one of the things, when I was a kid, I remember looking at Star Wars thinking, do you, do you mean, I don't even know what one it is, whether it's Return of the Jedi or another one, where they end up in this smelly pit on the on the spaceship, I don't even know what the spaceship's called, but they, they find themselves in a really smelly place and they're all rubbing their noses and so on. And I thought, and this must have been 30 years ago, easily. I'm going, oh, wouldn't it be great? To, I don't know, you hit a button on the telly and you could actually smell, you know, what, what the, the television folk are, are smelling at the same time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have seen, I think people have tried yeah, to do that, though. Have they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think that's, I mean, what I, I remember, Scott, what they were trying to do was they had some sort of, say, like some sort of smoke machine at the back of your telly. And, right. and what so they would do is... They the ambience of wherever they were, right? Yeah, exactly. That's quite. A, but that. But then that's that's taking things to another new level. And have you noticed anything else in the three D printing that could be possibly well, a problem? One of the things I was, and this is probably my, my my Scottishness coming out again. Whereby, what about the price of them, Terry? I mean, they're they're not exactly. Um, you, you can't really pick them up that easily. Well, well actually. Cost of printer versus quality of, you know, what's the hassle factor worth? Do you know that way? Um, and the other question but I think, is actually, if you go and buy yourself a brilliant, you know, a top of the range almost, you know, HP printer or, you know, Canon printer, now just a normal typical printer, but actually the cost isn't the printer. It's the, it's the, the cost of the ink is, 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 is the what mm-hmm. than actually the cost of the product. So how, how much does it cost to run these things versus, uh, you know, yeah. and, and, 
And I, I googled them. Um, I was on Tech Radar Pro this this time. I've done the ten best three D printers of two thousand and seventeen, and the price okay. between you know kind of three thousand pounds and a tenner <laughs> would appear. So ten pounds for a three D printer. Ten pound for a Cube Pro Trio, which is the best. <laughs> there you go. You can get a, a Cube Pro Trio best for three color, three material printing, and an incredible price. What can you make on a blue tack or something? You can make um, <laughs> a paper clip. Me, um, <laughs> <laughs> the bulk, uh, you know, so yeah, it's a valid point. You know, it's an ideal solution for modelers and engineers who need to create three D prints with moving parts. Uh, I mean, I'm looking for a chocolate block. <laughs> put it in there. I need to stick some wires together. Oh, what about if you went and get yourself a Luzbot Taz Six? You know, very fast printing, wide support for materials. But, you know, minuses, yeah, it's expensive, £2,100, right? Or, and it's also not the most reliable. <laughs> so <laughs> what, what, what chance have you got? You go and spend your two grand mm. and, uh, you know, let's let's print the, the, the supersized Theresa May and uh, it doesn't actually, it doesn't work. Yeah, I'm just having a wee look. I mean, I mean, have you done any research into the cost for manufacturing companies, Scott, they're buying a big... A big one um, industrial printer. The one I saw last week, you know, it was it was serious money, wasn't it? Was it ten? It was like thirty grand or something. I saw one. Yeah, 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 and and, and add on another uh, zero on that as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, there, there's one that I was that I'm looking at at the minute. So three thousand four hundred seventy-eight pounds, complete package, your three D printer. It looks all right, you know, but literally what the the kind of image they've got is making a basketball hoop which you know for three and a half grand I could probably I could probably go to um, Argos buy a basketball hoop for <laughs> 20 pounds and everybody's happy I've still got the same end result you're missing the, the, the point of that though Terry um, you, you don't get the fun out of making the basketball hoop you know what I mean that's just uh, yeah so the filming how much is the filming Scott no idea. Genuinely don't know. Um, okay, I'm, I'm having a wee look. I've just Googled it. So, to see. Yeah. I mean, this is, guys, what we're talking about is home use, right? Commercial home use that me, you can buy. And it is like fishing line. That's what it looks like. So what it'll do, it'll feed into the 3D printer. I'm guessing that'll heat it up, melt it, and then it'll work its way into whatever uh, model or whatever you want to make. But looking at this, so for 1.75 metres of this, so this is a one kilogram wood filament, for which is a natural wood colour, is £20. £16.81. That's half okay. price. Doesn't sound shabby. Yeah, but then probably the question, Scott, would be how much does 1.75 metres, uh, what does that actually make? Does it make a paper clip or does it make you a George Foreman, you know? Yeah. Uh, what's the what's the sort of like, you know how much do you need to put in? But it did, you know eBay's get quite a lot on it. I mean even Curry's is selling it. Curry's clicking collect. It's so common now. It almost you know it was you that was that was talking about this a few weeks ago, and um, I'm amazed. I always thought it was you know it would be maybe the universities that would be using this kind of technology, or I used to play rugby with a, a guy who that's what he did actually is probably I wonder I'll need to catch up with him because he was actually a, a model maker so his job was actually to work with companies to create you know hand models of what, what their products were so I wonder how, how he's getting on because that's um, this job that you know well, this um, product will, will kill that I would have thought 
Yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm li- literally, Curry's have got advertised a Polaroid Play 3D pen, right? And you can buy this pen, and I mean, it shows you some ridiculous graphics of what you can build out of it for £20. I'd be surprised. It's like a, there's like, um, what is it, like a house and also some sort of, you know why there's big wheels you go into the the play, the the shows, Scott, right. and Alton Towers? And you've got the big wheel, right? London Eye, right? It's basically got an image of the London Eye in miniature scale. I mean, for £20, I don't think you'll be able to build the London Eye. But, you know, for £20, it'd be a good wee stocking filler for Christmas. Uh, so that's in Curry's. Interesting. Anyway, I digress. I'm, I'm just, um, just taking a back at your point there. Um, I've just typed in Google 3D printing costs, and um, it's given me a price cost per cubic inch, all right? And the actual cost of 3D printing is directly proportional to the amount of raft and support required for each pound or kilogram you want to print. The average cost will be in the order of 0.2 to 0.8 per cubic centimeter. Um, so it's about 1.3. It's about a pound per cubic inch um, is the cost of what, what it will cost to, to, to make something. Um, so that doesn't seem silly, does it? You know what? But then I'm guessing it's the density of the product that you're trying to make as well. Aye. So yeah, you know, you could be making metal, you could be making, you know. So I anyway. But interesting, it goes to these as a benchmark. So I, I think wrapping wrapping the 3D printing up, Scott, with regards to the problems, you know, we went went through a bit of food for thought there. Um, I think some good topics actually we'll be discussing at the end. So you know, the key things to kind of recap are. The licensing, the copyright and trademark of products and how those can be copied quite easily, potentially. There, there must be an argument against who, you know, so is it the seller, you know, that, that actually copyrights against or is it actually the owner of the 3D printer that's created the, the you know, the, 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 the fake? Um, yeah, it'll be the owner of the 3D printer that's created a fake, I would guess. But anyway. No, but I'm just thinking if you say, for example, you went and bought, you know, the three grand one or a, a decent 3D printer, and you fire in the coordinates, and then you come out with something um, that you, you know, it's a copy or something. Then, it's a bit, it's a, yeah. it's a bit crazy anyway, Scott. Because on the basis of kids are getting three D printers for Christmas, they want to print off Bella or whatever she's called for Frozen. They want to print off whoever, you know. what I mean, and actually, you know, so that is a, that, that that's quite a key one. Also, the potential heat and the energy that these type of machines would would uh, consume and and the possible you know air emissions that would come off it as well and the, the actual ability actually out with sort of plastic metal you know you you can potentially print uh, drugs which could open up a whole new can of worms as well so there's a lot of you know a lot of positives with 3d printing and there's also a lot of um, points to be aware of and hopefully we've went through i mean Guys, as I said to you, you know, I was running late today and I'm kind of, you know, I'm doing this off cuff and I've, I've left Scott to kind of pull up all the the brief that we will tend to go through. And it's typically our briefs tend to be four or five pages of notes uh, and we'll chat through it. Scott's did a brief today, 78 pages. <laughs> <laughs> and I had five minutes to read over it. 78 pages. And, that, and, and 75 of them were on 3D printing, so... If anybody wants any information, contact Scott at scott at bonfirerecruitment.com. Yeah, there's, um, there's plen- plenty of technical jargon that you said two minutes before we started that we uh, we probably don't want to go down at that level of detail. So, yeah, anyone needs yeah. Some, some some tech detail, we've got it here. Okay, <laughs> so I think, I, think, I think that closes off the hot topic this week on the problems with 3D printing. 
Thanks for listening to the Manufacturing Ignition podcast. If you've made it this far, we take it that you enjoyed the show. In return, we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Subscribe while you're there and we'll catch you for the next episode.